Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Irish Times this morning has published online some recordings of Irish prisoners of war from the First World War. The recordings were made by a team of language researchers in 1917. It's a fascinating insight. We'll speak to the man who uncovered the recordings in a moment. First, though, let's listen to a short excerpt. Keep in mind that the audio you're about to hear is recorded by a gramophone into a vinyl record in the early days of audio recording, so it's quite difficult to hear. It's an excerpt from the ballad The Wind That Shakes the Barley, read by Patrick Sullivan. Oh, caution and tents have well that night. And in the morning early, they called me up to hear him play the wind that shook the barley. And in it broke my flesh to hear, and cry got marked, my dearie, and how I went to me say farewell and think of course will early. That's Patrick Sullivan there. We're told by the Irish Times this morning he was born in 1877 in Charleville in County Cork. Let's say good morning now to Derek Scally, the Berlin correspondent with the Irish Times. Derek, what else have you discovered in this archive? Yes, good morning. We've discovered a treasure trove of recordings of Irish uh, prisoners of war fighting for the British Army. They were all in a camp uh, in Gießen, which is near Frankfurt in western Germany. And in 1917, a team of linguists from Berlin arrived in the camp. Uh, they'd been anxious to use the new sound technology. We had gramophones and we had wax cylinders. For the first time, it was possible to record the human voice. So they, of course, wanted to take this equipment and go around the world recording as many voices and accents as they could. This was, of course, prohibitively expensive. But as soon as the war the war began and the world came to Germany, they, um, they decided, well, we got all these prisoners why don't we go in and record so that's what they did and in, in September 1917 um, 35 Irish prisoners who were in this camp in Gießen were actually recorded their voices were preserved and what's remarkable is they still exist today and not only does the archive contain their voices but you've managed to to build up a background uh, to the men Exactly. With my colleague Ronan McGreevy from the Irish Times, we've put together quite a Ronan has done tremendous work all on the Irish Times website, the background of the men, where they came from. There's obviously some uh, archives in, in Ireland and in, and in Britain. And we've got uh, details on five different men, Martin Kelly, Carrick on Shore, James McCassie from Carlo, um, John McCrory from Belfast, uh, Patrick, who you just heard from Charleville, and uh, we've got the details there. We're anxious to talk to people who might be related to these people, but what it just uh, the people from all over the country and uh, their accents, some of them quite similar to what you'd hear today, some quite different, and that's what the linguists are so excited about because you can um, track uh, how voices change. You can also track how li- uh, lyrics to songs change. We've got people singing No One to Welcome Me Home or where the River Shannon flows down to the sea. And I'll tell you, sitting in an archive in Berlin, listening to a man from Carlo 98 years ago singing uh, No One to Welcome Me Home, um, it's quite a, quite a, a goosebump moment. It's quite emotional to, to listen to that. And um, it's, it's the, the beauty of everything being digitized now is that we can provide this website, have people listen in and see what they think. And um, yeah, 98 years on, uh, the, the sound of the First World War is, is in our living rooms. Do they speak about the experience of being prisoners of war? Do they speak about home? What mainly do they speak about? 
No, they seem to have been, um, we don't know the circumstances of why or how they came to uh, speak. We also don't know um, whether they were put under pressure to speak. They, the, some of the documents I found from the researchers said they seemed quite happy to talk and to sing, but of course they would say that they were conducting the project. Some people suggest this needs to be seen in the context of time. This were, these were prisoners of war, but um, most of them seem to have stayed away from any politics and sung some songs, although one of the men did uh, uh, sing uh, the, the ballad of Robert Emmett, which of course anyone who knows the song has some hidden messages in there. Mm-hmm. But generally they recited prepared texts. One man reads the, the parable of the prodigal son, Otherwise, they sang songs, and then in their own hand, we also have this up on the website, they wrote the lyrics of the song. So you can click on, click through that. You can also see their questionnaires. If you think you might be related to one of these people, on the website there's a documents link, and you can see the birth date, the, the details of the men. And, yeah, so it's all there. It's all been preserved with um, Teutonic precision. And it's, yeah, these are very delicate recordings, but they still exist 98 years on. OK, Derek Scally, thank you for speaking to us by Skype from Berlin this morning. Uh, all of those uh, details and features online, irishtimes.com forward slash the soldiers songs. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.